following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast with your host, EZD, Derek Jaws, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I, as always, am your host, EZD, Derek Jaws. I sound a little bit, a lot of bit more awake this week than I did last week. I am not laying in bed, Zoom calling with Taylor in a very awkward but fun situation. I am here live and in living color with... One of my favorite co-hosts, God, there's only three, so they all kind of have to be favorites. Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, the creator of the tits. Love the tits. Love I the also tits. appreciate you saying that I'm top three of the hosts that you uh, <laughs> podcast with. That makes me feel good. Listen, someone's got to be top three, may as well be you, right? Hell yeah. All right, so we are here. Um, you know, I don't know how much we're going to beat the dead horse about last week. Um, I'm still sour about it. I've seen a lot of bad Bills losses in my day. That is a bad Bills loss. It's heartbreaking. But but it's football. It's that's, football. That's, I mean, everybody's freaking And I get it. That's that's a tough loss, so everybody's going to be emotional. But that's football, man. You can you can criticize the, the last play all you want. You can go throughout the game and nitpick it like we always do. Yeah. But the, at the end of the day, they made one more play, and that's why DeAndre Hopkins has paid a lot of money. Absolutely. And that's... <laughs> He, here's where I'm. Here's where I sit with it. The drive that the Bills went down and scored is a repeatable result. Josh Josh has done that how many times? Right. I mean, and this is his third year, and and every time he gets the ball last in the fourth quarter, he might be the only guy recently. Like back in like 2008, it was always don't give Tom Brady 45 seconds, don't give Aaron Rodgers 45 seconds to get down the field and score. Right. And like Josh Allen is starting to take over that mantle in the NFL. It's just when he gets the ball last, it's ball game. He calls game. He goes, all right, here we go. Let's put our balls on the table. Let's see what we got. Yeah. I'm trying to look up the stat here for exactly how many he has. I just saw an interesting one that said, um, oh, he's got eighth fourth quarter quarter comebacks and 11 game-winning drives. That's incredible in three years. Last year, he had... Six? Six. Yeah. And he was second to only Drew Brees in that category. Yeah. He was tied with Russell Wilson on it. Yeah. So that's some good that's some good company to be in, man. Everything, everything that Josh Allen, like Josh Allen at the height is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. And people I understand why people don't want to crown him that because he's not yet. He's very, still inconsistent. But man, when he is on, there's nobody better than him. And and it, as much as you could say, like, okay, we've done it against the Jets and Miami once each, twice Miami twice, the Jets once, Cincinnati once. But then you look at the other one, Tennessee. Tennessee. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. the year after they were in the oh, AFC that Championship. that was the Robert Foster bomb. Yes. I still don't know how he got that ball off, and nope. it went right into his hands. Um, a 14-13 game against Detroit. Um, oh, yeah. Josh was slinging it Ten- that game Tennessee too. again. Pitt- side note, side Pittsburgh. note, I was sleeping in the back of a car during that game. <laughs> I had tickets, and I woke up mid-third quarter, and I could hear the stadium, and I went, shit. Yeah, I missed a good one. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then the three this year, Miami, who look like a good football team. Good um, football team. The Rams, who look good like a good football, football team. team. Honestly, you look at the Rams, 
Start giving Josh Allen a bit more credit because guess what? That Rams defense, everyone's talking about how they might be the best secondary in the league now. Yeah. And they just forget that Josh torched them. Um, torched them. It wasn't. It was not torched. a game. We let them 24 have a game. for 33. That's 72.73% for 311 and 4. And that one didn't trash he also, ass. Didn't he also run a touchdown that game too? He sure did. Yeah. So five so, total uh, touchdowns. Yeah. And, and a dog shit. And I'm I'm pretty dog sure dog shit interception. I'm pretty yeah. The the interception is what it is. But I'm pretty sure the Rams, yeah, they're top six defense in the league. Yeah. So Oh, Josh Allen hasn't played any defenses. That's just not true. <laughs> and it's becoming less and less true as the season progresses. Because, right. again, that Miami defense is not bad. Yeah. That's actually – I've said it before. I'll say it again when people are ready to crown two of the best quarterback in the AFC East. <laughs> that's bold. That is, that, that's a, almost as bold as Taylor's uh, Joe Burrow upset this week. Yeah, but I love it. I call, call I your was, shot, man. I was living for it. But, uh, you know, I could have won a football game under center – into his first game. Oh yeah, uh, like yeah, eight, like eight for nineteen for seventy-five yards Listen, and a but touchdown. That's, that's, like, that's the mark, and this is why the Dolphins are a possible problem. I'm not going to label them a full problem, but they're a possible problem for the Bills in the AFC East. One, Brian Flores, great coach, and two, oh shit, where was I going with that? <laughs> All right, Dolphin. No, the Dolphins are a possible problem. Because that's the mark of a good team is what I was is where I was going. It's the mark of a good team when you don't need your quarterback to step up and win a game. Look at man, everybody loves the Seahawks. Yeah, they play exciting ball. But guess what? Russell Wilson has to ball out to win a game. Yes. And that's not a good team. No. And I mean you look at it when Russell Wilson made mistakes against the Bills. That game was not as close as the score right. would dictate. Well, and that, that comes back to the whole Bills when we ran the ball. 30 times against the Patriots and scraped a win, but we also can sling the Rockets. Can you win games different ways? Yeah. And that's a mark of a good team. And that's what the Dolphins have, have shown that, like, you don't need your guy, you don't need your offense to bail you out. But at the same time, when their defense has a bad game, we're going to have to see what Tua's got. Right. And that's what I'm excited to see. And that's that, that to me, is going to be when you find out who Tua is in right. his, in, like, we haven't in his seen first that year yet. in the NFL. We have not seen that yet. Um, it's really good. It's really easy to be good when everything's going well. Right. So looking through this, uh, my, my last thing on the card was, like I said, that our result on one end was repeatable. Their result was the best receiver in football making the best receiver in football play. Right. Like, and you, you know what? You you can slice and dice that. And some some of the most ridiculous takes I've seen this week. I love Josh, it. Josh Allen should have been playing high safety on the goal line. Which honestly, like, like it's absolutely ridiculous. You should never do it. But imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine Josh Allen comes in and he just goes. He would just come across and light somebody up. Or, I would have been with or, that. Or even better, the dude comes across, out jumps D Hop, comes down and tries to return it for a score yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. screw you guys, I'm going home. But like, listen, that's such a ridiculous take because you never do it. Right? You never do it. No. it would, it's fun to talk about. It's yeah. absolutely a riot to, to bounce back and forth. But in all reality, that no. all, that dude goes up. Comes down and rolls his ankle. McDermott is fired tomorrow. Right. And by tomorrow, I mean they're waiting for him in the he's, tunnel, he's, and they just yeah, say, "Here's your keys. Get your." Well, he's your getting stuff left. Be- he's getting left in Arizona. Yeah. Find your way home from Phoenix. Yeah, I, I, that's bad. Like, um, you know, I've seen Tremaine Edmonds should have been back there, and 
I, I don't know Listen, if he's... Listen, they, a... they put the right coverage in. They yeah, bracketed they... him, and they brought a safety over. And the, the fact is, he made a better play on the yes. ball than three of our guys. Yeah, and he's... And that's a damn shame, but guess what? He's literally... I mean, I don't... I, I You can make an argument for Devontae Adams, but he's the best receiver in football. Yes. And, and as much as I love Diggs, Diggs is definitely top five, probably top top four. I would, I'd give him three or four. Yeah, I, I would probably put him at number three. Yeah. I mean, he's balling out. Yeah. But he, DeAndre Hopkins is is the best receiver in football. Yes. with Without question. And is he as big and physical as DK? No. But he, he runs routes and plays like... He's six foot one. He can run any route and he can... he's. That, remember that tip catch against the Steelers yes. in the end zone? That was ridiculous. Then there was the one against the, I think it was like the Lions, where he went up, caught it, pinned it on the inside of his leg, and rolled over in midair. Yep. It's, it didn't count because there was a holding, but it was like, this guy This guy does ridiculous things. Yes, and, and we're talking about a guy, I mean... That was relatively easy compared to those ones. McDermott has a ridiculous record when leading at a certain point. Yeah, we were what, 6-0 and uh, after we scored with like... I don't know. There was like six and zero leading into the fourth quarter, and we yes. were like twenty two and two, uh, no twenty two and one, right? When and, leading at half, and now we're twenty two and two against DeAndre Hopkins, and yeah, and it's DeAndre Hopkins is the X factor there. Yeah, like that dude has single handedly. There's, beat there's this a team. common denominator. Yes, this dude has <laughs> single handedly, like I mean, the playoff game save one ridiculous play that Watson found a way out of a sack. And the crazy part is, both times until the very, very, very end, he's been un- we relatively been contained yeah. him. Yeah, I mean that's Dane he, Jackson made a sweet play on him. Oh, absolutely. Dane Jackson confirmed good at football. <laughs> Keep him on the roster because if he can, goes back to the practice squad, he's getting and taken. Yep. Confirmed good at football. So, I mean, just looking at it, Hopkins had 127 yards. 47 of it came on that last touchdown. Right. So he would have had six catches for 80, yeah, for 78 yards. That's 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 an average day. Right. That's, that, that's a he's used to getting he's pedestrian. used to getting like I have him on fantasy, so I, I do, do know what I'm talking about with this. He's used to getting like 10 to 12 a game. Yeah. I mean, he's right up there with Diggs in terms of volume, mm-hmm. but that's we we gave him six, yeah, and that was not like Trey wasn't shadowing him, no. So we were just we were playing our game, we were playing zone, and that means that he's gonna get his he's gonna get his looks, yeah, and we relatively contained him. Yeah, I'm I'm not overly worried. Um, I am I'm calling my shot here. We come out of this bye healthy and angry. Yeah. Healthy and angry. I'm sorry, Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Tough shit. Uh, Justin Herbert. Welcome to the you're, big you're welcome gonna, to the show. You're going to get hit yeah. a lot. This this, this defense, may, you're going to get shredded by Josh. This this may be your first non-one possession loss. Yeah, no like, joke. Th- th- huh? This... Like I'm, I mean, we say that Bills, but the, Bills, but the Bills by love 50. one possession games. I know they do. <laughs> so. I'm calling. Bill, I'm calling Bills. By 50. Sorry about the cough, people. Um, you know, it's okay. He's just giving me COVID. That's not a joke. I'm sorry. It's kind of a joke. Shut up. It's, it's definitely a joke. I don't. I don't if you're, have if, that sickness. If you're scared, go to church. Um, big, big Colts game. Big Colts oh game last God. week. Wow, made the Titans look like the Titans made us look. Who are the Titans? Listen, I am convinced that that flash of brilliance that we saw from the Titans against us was a perfect storm in oh, favor it, of the it Titans. It was. It definitely was. And because they, they haven't looked close to that since, they have once again looked like a above average defense with a great running back and a game management system. Yeah, honestly, their 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 defense isn't that good. No, it's above average. It's no, it's not. 
All right, it's then. below average. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the Colts, speaking of defense, wow. Um, I mean, I, I, I have been, I've been a big fan of Darius Leonard, and he's just showing out this year. They made the move for DeForest Buckner, and it looks like that was the right move. I mean, it was similar to what we did where they moved their first-round pick and brought in a stud. Yeah. And they needed somebody in the middle of that defense, I guess, to stop the run because their linebackers – well, I mean, that makes sense. You, if you get guys up front who make plays, then all of a sudden your linebackers are freed up to make even more plays, and it compounds, and your secondary looks better. So it was a good move on their part, and um, Phil Rivers is doing Phil Rivers things. Old man Rivers. And, I mean, honestly, man, they got a winning recipe. They're going to win the uh, – I think they're going to win the South. Naheem Hines, just dual threat. He's not a dual threat. He can't run the ball, but he can catch it. Uh, 12, 12 for 70 and 1. It's 5.8 a carry last week. I mean, I got... What, what I, I mean, the, the I'm dude, just pissed because I dropped him in fantasy. <laughs> I I actually won money because of him. I put... I uh, He was my, like... Fantasy my, Kings my, or my Draft Kings? Four, draft Kings. Like, yeah. my, like that $4,000 last guy on my roster pick. But, uh, I mean, Michael Pittman coming back and having a day. Yep. Hilton just being an average guy, I guess. Uh, you know. he's, but, he's 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 got to be older now, right? A little bit, yeah, but I mean, he's, and he he hasn't had a, a decent year since Luck's rookie season. No, stop that! Like two years ago, he was a stud. Jacoby Brissett loved Ty Hilton. Well, let's look it up. You know, the nice part about doing this with laptops in front of you is <laughs> the Google machine. You can just drop the Google machine on people. Uh, let's see. So, well, that's no. I need years. Here we go. Um. His first year was 2012, 50 on, 50 on 90 for 861 and 7. Wow, then nice year. 82 on 139 for 1083 and 5. 82 for 131 for 1345 and 7. That was in 14, which would have been Luck's, Luck's sophomore year. Sophomore year. Because Luck, Luck graduated, Stan, well, his last year in Stanford was 2012, I want to say. Okay. Uh, then the following year was 69 on 134 and 5. For eleven twenty four, yeah, um, ninety one for one fifty five for fourteen forty eight and six. That was in twenty sixteen, his best year. Yeah, and then back down to fifty seven for one hundred nine, nine sixty six and four, seventy six for one twenty for twelve seventy and six. So yeah, so it's twenty so and six. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett threw like to only him and Jack Doyle. Yeah, there it is, and there it is. So it just, like for what people thought he was going to be when he was lighting it up with luck, I think it's more where you're seeing. Yeah, he's not Reggie Wayne. He's Which not, I mean, he is not when you're in Indy, that's that's the comparison you're going to get is him or Marvin Harrison. He's not that. Yeah. But you want to know who he reminds me of? He's kind of John Brown. He'd yeah. Be a, he'd be an amazing number two. He can be a number one, but he's not really a number one. I mean, maybe we should bring him in because uh, as much as I love smoke, I'm starting to get a little worried about his injuries. You know, I think he's just. I think he's, he's in that. He's such an X factor for our offense. He is, man. and I. But I, I think he's that guy that right now is looking at it and saying, um, "We're seven and three, and I'm gonna need be needed later in the year." Like, he's fighting through injuries. He and he has been for a while. It seems you know. It seems like as he was fighting through one injury, he got a different injury last well, that's, week. That's you know? the thing. Is like, 
You you end you up have get, when you play injury, hurt, you get hurt. Yeah, you have it. You have an ankle injury. It's going to work your way up to your knee, and then yep. your hip, and then all of a sudden your back's fucked up. And, so and you know what the the, the scary part the of NFL the scary part about <laughs> it was it was the other leg I know. that got hurt. Like well, then because you, probably because you're overcompensating yes. because your other one hurts. You know what I mean? And, and, it's just, and to and to make it worse, like it was a great play to an extended oh, drive, yeah. and it got called back. Which whatever. Man, dude, we get some calls in the game where I'm just like, I don't see any other team get get that called. No. Or like there was the crack back block that did not get called, and Cody Ford got called for way less in the playoffs last year and oh, it yeah. screwed us out of a win. Oh yeah. So, um, I, like I, I just you know, I feel like if I'm if I'm watching this this game in reverse, and this will be the last thing before we move on to some of the other stuff. If I'm watching, like for example. If I'm watching our game and it's reversed and we're the, like Josh Allen's rolling to the sideline, he throws that ball up. We're celebrating and all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, there's a flag in the backfield because, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure it was Zimmer that got through and put the initial pressure on. Yeah. And as he broke away there, like there was that one little last tug on his bicep yeah, yeah, yep. and then he, oh, stutter step. And the stut- that, that's what made Murray's stutter step more effective. He went down, right. Murray got to the sideline. I feel like we're going, we're throwing things because... That little bicep tug that turned his shoulders just enough. Right. Brian Winters would have had a flag. Yep. Gets called. People yeah. are up in arms. Like, you know, anyway. So that's that's all I'm going to say. You got to you gotta be able to be better than the referees. But And the referees have been bad all year. We've, we've said it literally every week across the league. They've been pathetic. They sure have. Um, so the Bears are not good. Uh, you know what? The Bears, the Bears offense might be the worst in the league. They might be worse than the Jets. Do they play this year? I don't think they do. That'd be fun. I don't think they do, because we played we, the NFC West. So yeah, so we should uh, we should arrange that during Pro Bowl week. Yeah, we should get a toilet bowl. Yeah, Pro Bowl week. The, but nah, because that would be a slot. Their defense, their is, defense is good. Is, is their defense legit. is very Their good. defense is literally so good that they're taking the worst team offense in the league and they're five hundred. Yeah, that is not I only mean, not only are they five not only are they five hundred, but for a while they were leading their division. Well, okay, but. I Trent Edwards team and, the Trent Edwards yes. Bills that defense was pretty sick <clears throat> yeah. and we went five and one to start because our offense puts a little bit of points on the board quarterback goes down not the same but Trubisky and Nick Foles eh. and then all of a sudden your offense doesn't start putting up points Mitch Trubisky hasn't started in what three weeks four weeks four weeks how is he on the sideline with a shoulder injury what'd you do <laughs> practice like if you're the number two quarterback, you're probably getting hit a little bit in practice. I don't know. <laughs> Khalil Mack, asshole. Yeah. And then I don't uh, know. The uh, the Bears version of Ben Denochi ended up going in, and it, the dude's got a cannon. Can't hit, couldn't hit water for fell out of a boat with it. Yeah. But he got a cannon. But he can chuck the ball over the mountain. Got a rock. Got a <laughs> rocket. Let's do I'm it. I'm here for it. Um, last little bit here about last week. What's up with the Ravens? Are the Ravens falling, or are the Patriots getting better? Did you watch that game? Truth be told, no. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. It was a damn monsoon. That's fair. So, the it was like the game, <clears throat> what was the game that we played, where it was like 40-mile-per-hour wins and rain? Oh, the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like that, um, which you think would work to the Ravens' benefit, but really it works to Belichick. Yeah. Belichick, oh, we, want, we have to run power the whole game and play good defense? Right. I mean, Harbaugh can, can do what Harbaugh can do. That's why it was a one-possession game, but that's going to favor Belichick. I mean, even still, Lamar had one of his better passing games of the of, of the year. Well, yeah, because he, did, he probably didn't have to throw that much. How many times did he throw it? 34. 34 times. 24 really? for 34 for 249, 2-1. Two 
He he also ran 11 times for 55, followed by Edwards, 7 for 42, J.K. Dobbins, 5 for 13, and Ingram, 5 for 5. How many times did Cam throw? Cam Newton, 13 for 17 for 118 and 1. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then Jacoby Myers, 1 for 1 for 24 and 1. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's how the Patriots are going to win that kind of game. Yeah. Damian Harris ran, I mean, 22 for 121. Yeah, power football. Burkhead, 6 for 31. Newton, 11 for 21. Yeah, that's that's the recipe for beating those guys. Yeah, but here's the thing is I don't want to get into that kind of slugfest with the Ravens. Like No, and the, but the, th- the, th- the trick to beating the Ravens is and always has been is to get up by two scores. Yeah. Make, make it so they have to feel some pressure and can't just run the football. If you make Lamar have to Play come back, it's, it's over. This is this is my hot take on on this past week, and I've been saying it for a little bit. Here for it. Lamar Jackson is a freak athlete. Lamar Correct. Jackson is a below average quarterback. Correct. Uh, he's he's not Michael Vick. No. And I w- I've said that since he came out, and I will continue to say he might be a better runner than Vick. I don't care. Michael Vick could yeah. play quarterback. Yeah, Michael Vick could throw the football. Michael Vick's most accurate year. His Philly. No. Uh, his most accurate year would ha- should have been his last year in Atlanta before the whole you know killing mm, dogs. Yeah, thing. that was tough. That was a tough look. But uh, if you look at who he had, he had like the oldest Algie Crumpler ever. Algie Crumpler, Crumpler, Peerless Price, yeah, was his best receiver. And then yeah. God knows who they whooped that, us that year. That, Do you remember that, that? That team. They came into Buffalo. That was like I want to say it was Greg Williams, and he was like, "We're going to make the playoffs this year." Yeah, had a sick defense, and they came into Buffalo, and Vic ripped us. Yes. with Peerless Price, yes. who used to be a Bill. And the the best part about that, slash the worst part about that, is this dude, that team had more drops than incompletions. Like, so there you, you can actually find it, you know, yeah. drops where, like, a, a ball that should have been caught. I remember watching that, that team and watching Peerless Price get hit in, you know, in stride, basket, you know, just yeah. here and just, He did Peerless oh, Price things, yeah. You know, and Crumpler, who at one point he was, was so a very, point, but at one point was a very, very good I mean, this would be like watching Gronk wide open in the end zone and just go, huh, and yeah. like through his hands, hits him in the chest, and he falls over trying to catch yeah. the fumbling football. Like, that's what that looked like. But they did have Warwick done. <laughs> so sure, they, 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 they turned sure around and handed the ball did. off to him to sometimes. They sure did. But, I mean, that's, you know, that, that was Michael Vick. He could beat you as a quarterback. And right. when he came back to the league, he did that to people. He was because true, he, had, he was the true dual threat. There's yes. been nobody like him. Maybe Kyler. Kyler. And, Kyler's and, more similar to Vic than I would say Lamar is. Yes. Which is wild to say, but it is true. Be, and, and watching the game the other night, I or the, yeah the other day, I saw signs of that. There were balls that were not well thrown. There were balls that were not like. And and, th- and this is something that bothers me. You know, you watch Josh Allen. And he throws the ball behind a receiver, and it gets picked off. And it's, oh, these are Allen's accuracy issues, and he's, you know, things I, happen, man. You know, but then Murray does the same thing, and like, oh, that's just Fitz trying to make a play for his dude. Like that was a bad, yeah. a poorly thrown ball. Yeah, and call it like it is. If you're going to call Josh's, which they, which it is, like, yes, like Josh's two picks this week. Sorry to get back on the Bills, but his they two, were they weren't his good. two picks this week were bad. Yeah, but. I, you know what, man? I remember watching Brett Favre, and sometimes I was like, "Man, what the fuck are you looking at?" Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll tell He's you, a what, Hall of Famer. I'll tell you what, I will take Brett Favre. Yeah, I will take Brett Favre Hell without yeah. question. Like, uh, given given the option between you know a guy that's as probably as close to Brett Favre as we're going to see in this modern era, 
or I'll take this generation's had, Brett Favre. Yeah, or anything we've had prior to this. Yeah, yeah I'm in. Cool. There, there Sign are, me up. There are worse people you can okay, tell me we're going to have. You're, if you're going to tell me that Josh is going to be here for, for 13 years, win one Super Bowl, get back to another, win three MVPs? Yeah. And, like, and, I'm, and, I'm, like, I'm in for break, that, man. Like, push or break records. Yeah, like, I'm in yeah, for oh, yeah. that. Without, with, without hesitation. And anybody who says otherwise is stupid and you suck. Wait, can we talk about the Giants game? Oh, God. Nobody wants the NFC East. That's not true. The Giants, one game back, baby. They're making their move. Making their move. I, you know you know what I was hoping? I was hoping that the Cowboys being on a bye, that this league, that the, like there was a way the division was going to eat itself, that on a bye, the Cowboys ended up in first. Because that would have, like, the, yeah. the, the best week the Cowboys have had since Dak went down. Was the week they didn't play? They, yeah, they took over the division on a bye week. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. That would have been awesome. But I mean, God, what the hell? The Eagles look like they've like looked like they. The Eagles don't want to win. No, no, like, and the only reason that they're still leading the division because they tied the is because of the tie. It, the Bengals, like, which I mean, I like the Bengals and they're. They're a scrappy young team, yeah, with a good quarterback. But you can't tie them, and that was the funniest part: is he played for the punt at the end, yeah, which I mean might win him the division. So good on Doug Peterson if it wins him the division. Yeah, I mean because they're you know three five and one, three and seven, two and seven, two and seven. One of those teams is hosting a playoff game this year. I hate that, but I love it at the same time. Me- meanwhile. You could see... Yo, and here's... Listen, the Giants might actually win this division because they play so many one-possession games, and if Danny Dimes can show up for four weeks in a row, you know what I mean? They could they could steal enough games to win the division. Yeah. If he looks like he did on yeah. Sunday, they have a legitimate shot because no he actually kidding. looked good. I mean, we're, we're living in a world where, I mean, depending upon... Like, you could see a, the team from the NFC East... Hosting a playoff game against the six and three Seahawks. Yikes! Like, yikes! Who are third in their division right the now? The only, the only team who could hang with the Seahawks in the NFC East. Well, you want a bold claim? Only team that could hang with the Seahawks in the NFC East, the Washington Football Team. The football team. Riverboat Ron. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to revisit this down the road that if Washington finds a way to jump up to the top of this division somehow, we we will put that bold claim out there for you. Love that. But I mean, even so like you look at it, even the uh, you know, the entire NFC West is 6 and 3 minus the 49ers who are 4 and 6 and are basically I know, playing with, I want to know better division in football, AFC North, NFC West. All right. So, NFC West like I said, Three teams at six and three. The Niners at four and six. The only reason Niners are four and six is because their team's on IR. Yeah, the whole team, whole squad, top to bottom. And what was the other one you said? The AFC North. The AFC North. So, I am not sold on the North. The Steelers are nine and zero. It is hard to be nine and zero in the NFL, but the Steelers have beaten one team with a winning record. Correct. Which is why, when we talk about the tits, that's why they're number two. Mm-hmm. The Ravens... That's why the Chiefs are far ahead of them. Yeah. The Chiefs... They're not the Chiefs. The Ravens <coughs> are six and three. The Browns are six and three. The Browns are not a good football team. 
No. But they find they found a scrappy way to win against but a Stefanski's bad Houston a good, team. Stefanski's a good coach. Yes. They got talent all over the roster, so they're not they're not they're not a team I'd want to play. No. And then like I said, the Ravens are seem to be stumbling the last few weeks. No, I think the Ravens are just what the Ravens are. I mean, they not as, they, not as good as everyone thinks. Well, like, they came into last year running that triple option, which people hadn't seen in a while, and right. they took the league by storm. I mean, you think Wildcat with Ronnie Brown, Ricky Williams. That, yeah. that was the only time Brady hasn't won a division since... <laughs> Forever. Yeah, since like 2001 in the AFC East. So like... But then the next year, it's going to come back down to earth in terms of people are going to start game planning against it and getting it. And then you fall back down to what you truly are, which is in probably just above average to average offense, a very good defense. So you're going to be, you're going to have a good record. You're going to be like 10 and 6, 9 and 7. <clears throat> so uh, just looking through their scores, the Ravens, they lumped up the Browns, they lumped up the Bengals, they handled the football team. They handled the Texans. They got beat by two scores by the Chiefs. Fair. They played a two-point game against the Eagles. Tough. They played a four-point game against the Steelers, who we just talked about aren't as good as everyone says they are. They beat, but they are good. They beat the Colts by two scores. Right. And then they got beat by the Patriots. I Again, they're not a bad football team by any means. I right, th- I think they're I th- like a ten and six, nine and seven I, team. I think they're, I think they're running out of time on that gimmick offense because don't get it twisted, that offense in the NFL is a is gimmick. a gimmick, yeah. Because there's just so many athletes that are eventually going to be able to catch up and make plays. Yes. So I would have to, I have to give this to the NFC. Uh, was that NFC West? Yeah, yeah, I have to give it to. The, no, I have to that's give fair to because the Rams, the Rams are, the Rams are a legit team that might not make the playoffs. I mean, so the, you know, the Cardinals and the Seahawks are the class of the division right now with two good, high-octane offenses. The Cardinals' defense, in my opinion, better, is probably better than they give credit for. It's better than they get credit for. The Rams' defense keeps them in any game they play. The Rams' defense is very the, – the funny thing about the Rams is when they made it to the Super Bowl, everybody was like, this offense is unbelievable. McVay, this, that, offense, offense, offense. Their defense, their defense is sick. Yeah. Which, I mean, you, you saw by their moves. They upgraded, you know, secondary and all that. And you still got Aaron Donald. So, I mean, yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, that I, I guess that's one of my issues with the Ravens, too, is they spent all this time and money updating their defense. And it's because they know that they're not going to be able to score right. five touchdowns a the, game the against Ravens, the worst the defense Ravens in the league. The Ravens and later. the Rams are playing the same kind of football where it's get to the playoffs because – we're going to play a one-possession game, and we're going to take our chances on that 50-50 that we make one more play. Yeah. Yeah, and especially because based on who you're playing, it might be a garbage weather game too, which right. which helps your, 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 your defense. chances, yeah. Yeah. If, if, so. if you des- – like that's how McDermott designed with Tyrod Taylor is we're going to keep the game close, we're going to play good defense, and we're going to see if we can squeak one out. Yeah. And that's a, that's a winning recipe that can make you to the playoffs. You're certainly not going to win a Super Bowl. No. So, looking forward now, it is the Bills bye week, week 11. There is no Bills game. I will be in the woods hunting Bambi. You will be manning the Twitter machine. I sure with, will. With memes of plenty. Yep, loading up. There are five absolutely fantastic games this week. So, starting tomorrow with the Cardinal Seahawks, the Titans play the Ravens, 
the Packers Colts. Packers Colts. The Chiefs and the Raiders, round two. It's the Raiders won the first matchup. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams and the Bucks. Those are five absolute bangers. Going to learn a lot. Going to learn a we, lot this we week. Are, we are going to sort some shit out this week for sure. And the best part about it is you look through the rest of it. Saints-Falcons could be a game. Steelers-Jags could be a game. The yep. Jags just yep. went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. Yep. I still think Jets-Chargers is going to come down to the fourth quarter. Why wouldn't it? Joe Flacco, Going to be elite. You know, I, I, I'm i intrigued because, I mean, the Broncos are not a good football team, but they play good defense. They, they play do. tight defense. Yeah, but Drew Locke, if, if Miami's defense shows up the way it has, Drew Locke is going to look like Drew Locke, and yeah. it's going to be ugly. And I'm I want to see what Tua does against that defense because, again, they play tight. Right, you know, and, and that's it, without Von Miller and some studs. Yes, like, the Broncos don't don't get it twisted. The Broncos are not a great football team, but they also are kind of 49ers ish this year. They have a lot of injuries that have held them back. I mean, yep. they're missing what their top two offensive options yep. right now, and, and yeah, and, uh, three Von top Miller. players on on defense. Yeah, Von Miller and two more, I believe. Yeah, maybe a linebacker. Yeah. Um. I I just I so badly want the Dolphins to play. A well-rounded football team. Yeah, you know, like a they they made the switch to Tua, and they won the ugliest football game ever against the Rams. Like so, so there was a good defense that you could have seen kind of show what Tua was. He they never they had the didn't opportunity need to. Yeah, Jared Jared Goff kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Sure did. And then you know, you just haven't seen any. I haven't seen anything from Tua. Like I, I was watching some highlights, and I saw like, oh, that like, hey, that's a pretty that, like that's a good looking throw. That's a good looking throw. And then I'm like, I could have said the same thing about Josh his his first year. Right. You know, they were like, hey, that was a good throw. Hey, that was a good throw. Hey, you know, you put them yeah. together like that. Like, hey, this dude kid looks pretty good. Yeah. I just I'm still not sold. And well, nor should you be. It's way too early to be making way too early. Way too early to be saying crown him anything. It's way too early to be saying anything other than. He's done a nice job in his first he's couple three, starts. He's three and zero. That's what you can say. His team is three and zero. But him you want you, you also know what? Like Jimmy Garoppolo started his career what twelve and zero? Yeah. Okay. What yeah. is Jimmy Garoppolo? He he's is, a bottom tier uh, franchise quarterback, I guess you could call it. He's he's him and he's Jared an, he's Goff an, are similar. He's an above average game manager. Yeah, so that's a bottom tier franchise quarterback. Yeah. Somebody's going to pay him and yeah. try to build a team around him. Well, they already it's did. Jeff Garcia. They already did. Yeah, I know. That's, that, that's, well, what, that's what I'm did. saying. Like, but like, that's also kind of what I, I'm i seeing from Tua so far. But again, it's only been three games. Yeah, and I, I don't know. He's not a super dynamic quarterback. No. And he's certainly And not, he's a lefty. He's not Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert either. Oh, uh, not, not according to the media. Don't get that twisted. Huh. Herbert and Burrow are on both on pace to break all the, all the rookie records. All the records. And I love that. Yeah. We're, without any thought. Um, and neither of them are winning a damn game. No. <laughs> no. But that's, those but that's are those, not on them. No. Yeah. And, and those are those guys that like you, you look at what's around Burrow and the offensive weapons that he has. Um, I mean, he's, he he's might, got weapons. He, he, might he just lose, doesn't have a line. He might lose green this year. Okay. But I mean, so what? You got Boyd Higgins, Ross. Uh, yeah, who's their tight end? Um, Higby is that? No, no, Higby's the Rams. Right, their tight end. He's not bad. Uh, I forgot. 
Well, anyway, they got Joe Mixon, too. Gio Bernard's always solid. He's a good receiving back, too. I mean, Joe Burrow's got weapons to work with. Plus, he's just a stud, which helps. You know, some guys just have it. Yeah. Um, you know, just looking through the whole thing, like, I, you know, he's got weapons around him. They just need to put protection around yeah, him. Yeah, he and can't then be running need, for his life. And then they need to bolster that defense because that's a problem, right. too. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you can go into free agency in the draft and p- just sign a crap ton of linemen and, and a draft a bunch of defensive players. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not in an awful spot. They're really not. And honestly, if they if they have a good draft, they can they can make a move on the Browns in terms of the tiers inside the division. We yeah. can see the Browns return to uh, bottom of the AFC North quicker than <laughs> quicker than advertised, quicker than anticipated. So that is the uh, that is a solid wrap on this upcoming week. You know, we usually we spend a little bit more time talking about the Bills, but again, there's really no Bills game to speak of this week. Again, I think they're coming out angry. I think they're coming out healthy, and I think it's going to be fun to watch coming it's, out. It's it's Nice to finally have a week off for them because they need it. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and, and when McDermott comes out and says that publicly, you know it's true. Well, they they had the latest buy. Yeah, that's possible. Which yeah. I mean, in terms of Corona, was probably nice because you know we could have could have flexed, flexed around. But at and, the same time, we got into the buy seven and three. Let's heal up. We got six games and then playoffs, baby. Yeah, six games and then playoffs. Now, do you feel it? It's time. Can you feel it, Mister Krabs? It's time. It's time. It's time to talk about tits. I love talking about tits. Gotta love talking about tits. I could talk about tits all day. <laughs> so, a couple weeks ago, my main man here came out with the totally indisputable team ranking system, also known lovingly around social media, maybe not so lovingly all the time, looking at you, Manu, as the tits. Tits. My man, Tuesday. Where, where did the tits come from? Talk me through what happened and how this came to be. The tits came from... So I was I was chilling. I was chilling. It was uh it was like a Thursday night, you know. You know how Thursday nights get. Um and I was like, I wanna I wanna come up with a way to to show me how good a team is playing football. And uh I I started messing around in Microsoft Excel with different kind of stats and stuff, and I came up with the tits, which let me look up the description real quick. Do you got that on your phone? The uh, yeah, I sent it to you. the The description of why tits is what it is. Here we go. There you go. The tits is wins by possession, subtracting losses by possession. Then you add wins by strength of schedule. All of that, you multiply it by defensive and offensive efficiency. Yeah. I mean, and that comes up with a that comes up with a relatively a- arbitrary rating that tells me how a team is playing football. And so when we look through this, we, you know, we, we post this every week and there's always people who are like, you know, usually the people near the bottom are like, oh, my team's higher than I thought they would be like, yeah. And then you got the people at the other end. You got the people who look and say, how are the Seahawks ahead of the bills? We just beat the Seahawks. Well, as you just heard, head to head has nothing to do with that. Because it's, that was one game out of, at that time, one game out of, out of seven for the Seahawks and one game out of eight for the bills. Right. And so that's when, one seventh of your grade. When you when you take head to head into account, you can always make the argument that, well, the Cowboys beat them, who beat them, who beat right, them, right, who right, beat right. them, who beat them, who beat the Chiefs. So the Cowboys are the best team in football. Right. Well, I mean, I played in the Empire Eight in college, and it was every year that this happened, and it was like kind of the running joke about the Empire Eight is that, like, 
Utica would beat Morrisville, who beat Fisher, who beat Ithaca, who beat Cortland, who beat Brockport, who beat Hartwick, who beat uh, us. So, like, right. everybody beat everybody, so, oh, everybody's a champion. Everybody sucks. Yeah, but it's just that's 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 the way that football is, man. Right. It's, it's a week-to-week. There's a lot of flukes, and, and anybody so, can beat anybody. Any any given Sunday, it's that for a reason. Right, and, and it, things that it doesn't take into account are, like, injuries. So, right now, the Saints are ranked where they are, but that doesn't account for the fact that Drew Brees just went down for a few, at right. least a few weeks. Right. With broken ribs and a collapsed lung. That poor old man. Right. Holy yeah. crap. Like, wow. But I didn't think it was that serious. No. And then, knew. like, it came out, and it's like, how is he standing on the sideline with a straight face? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and that's a, that's a tell to how, what type of warrior he is, just standing on the sidelines, helmet on, like, yeah. communicating with, you know, with yeah. Winston and just, you know, well, and hey, other, at that other point, dudes would have had their... a great teammate, and that's that's why Drew Brees is what he is. You yes. Know? And if other dudes would have been in the back and been like, yeah. I'm hurting, If this he sucks, can't physically but... do it, he's going to at least do the best to help the team win because he's still a part of that team. Yes. And that's what, that's like character. He's not just part of that team. He is still he is, that yeah. team. Yeah, he like, is. Like, he is the heart and soul of that squad. So, he's, Do you think when he retires, Sean Payton hires him as offensive coordinator? I wouldn't be shocked. And that and that's if he wants to. I mean, he spent, you know, the better part of, you know, into his young 40s being on a football field. And, you know, he's, when he when Yeah, he maybe he off, wants a break, but he, at the he's same gonna time, want a break he to, also to watch seems his like kids that grow guy up. who just loves being a part of the process. I could see, and I can. I feel like if he comes up under Sean Payton, a little OC, and then Sean Payton retires, and then Drew Brees takes over, I that could, would be ideal. I could see that maybe in five, six years. I think he's going to want some time at home, watch his yeah. kids grow up. Yeah, that's else. fair. I could see him being more of like what Peyton does, where Peyton's like doing the commercials, doing, doing the, the, do, the, doing the late night yeah, stand up yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. like doing whenever he wants to break down film, he'll break yeah. down some film and like put that. It Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm 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 on a you know a a day by day contract with CBC Sports or whatever. And or CBS Sports, yeah. NBC Sports, CBC. What are we, Canada? CDC, Canadian Broadcasting Channel. Something about diseases. I don't know. So yeah, so like so when people, if you're listening to this, when you see us put our tits online, understand Which we love putting our tits we online love for everybody to enjoy. It. Our tits are commutative property at this point. That, yeah, that is true. Uh, we have a couple guys that want are are going to be using the tits on their, you know, individual podcasts with head and props our way. So that's cool. Cool um, getting that. some press, getting some cool stuff going on there. But when you see the tits, when you when, when you look through the rankings, keep in mind that things like, like we said, head-to-head, or the fact that like, oh, how can the Saints be ranked that high? Drew Brees just got hurt. Well, you know, Drew Brees wasn't hurt prior to that, so tough. You know, and... Does it, the, the big thing it doesn't take into account is injuries and turnovers. And both of those are flukes. So that's like a variable that how am I supposed to calculate that in? Right. I can only do what I can do with the numbers that are given. Yeah. I mean, you, you could have one week where a quarterback well, throws five touchdowns, the next week he throws five picks. Like, the other how do you... thing is, like, if I put these teams head-to-head in tits, um, it's not always the higher rating is the bonus for that week. Right. So, like, the, the, the Seahawks and the Bills match up. The Bills actually had the edge in that. And, like, that's not apparent in the outright ranking, but when you put them head-to-head through a different thing. Uh, the Bills, There's somebody else's yeah, thing that aren't the yeah, tits. The the Bills the Bills did have the edge there, and like that's that's just it. So just because somebody's higher than somebody doesn't mean week to week, right? That they're favored, and and it also doesn't mean that they're necessarily an overall better football team right now. What it's it means, well they're playing. What it means is this is how like this is how they're playing through week yeah. whatever. Yeah, and, and honestly, one one of the ways I started looking at this is. If whatever team you are in the league, let's say we're the Houston Texans, 
who do I not want to play the most? Uh, I don't want to play the Chiefs. But if I'm the Texans, maybe I match up with the Saints well. Right. You know? So maybe maybe they wouldn't be number three. But at the same time, it's just it's just kind of a way of saying, who would I not want to play wild card weekend? Right. I get a bad draw in the playoffs and uh Indy's coming to town. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Rivers and all of his kids. Yeah, I mean, he's got a whole offense there. The whole we've got a, at least at least a whole baseball team. Yeah. But uh yeah, I've heard he's got six more on the way. It's weird. Allegedly. Allegedly. You Strong seed with that one. Heard it here first. God's will. The other thing I want to point out when we talk about our tits is the on top of it not taking into account injuries, turnovers, so on, like th- that type of stuff. The other thing it doesn't take into account, and this is something I think people don't realize, is we don't even always agree with our no, own no, rankings. No. Like we, we don't. Not. Like I like neither one of us sitting here believes that the Dolphins are the number six team. I in the certainly league. don't believe the Bills are the twelfth best team in the league. No, by no means. And that's it. Like we well, we do these things. We try to put our fandom aside. You know, it, it doesn't do. If I was doing my own power ranking. The Bills would have been top five all year. Yeah, because I love the Bills. And that that's just one of those things that like you got to realize when you do stuff like this. Like your fandom and your own personal bias discredits what you're doing. Yes, we are heavy Bills fans here. Right. And, and, like, if you listen to any episode, we will tell you everybody sucks but the Bills. Correct. If you don't like the Bills, you suck. However, when we're talking real football, and that's uh, you know, at us being goofy and the bold claims and the ridiculous calls and everything. And that's the, what makes it fun. Yeah. Like, we, we call our ranking system the totally indisputable team ranking system. And then because we debate with, with people every week. Because it's disputable. absolutely disputable, but we love the tits. Yeah. And it, it was a fun, I catchy mean, name. I, everybody appreciates a good pair of tits. Absolutely. And this would be a full set. <laughs> oh, don't even get me on full set. Full sets. set. <laughs> but uh, so we're, we don't put our bias into this. This isn't a, like, these are Bills fans. They put an unbiased ranking system out not bills fans ranking the teams this year if you want us to we can sit down and rank the teams for the year you're certainly not going to like that any better. you're not going to like that because guess what the entire uh afc east is 30 and 30 all three of them screw it yeah dolphins not good at football confirmed if you're looking at my own personal power yeah tua sucks not a good football coach player guy (laughs) he's definitely not a good football definitely not a good football coach definitely not a good quarterback but you know, and that's my personal bias. But you can't deny the Dolphins are playing good football. You can't deny that the Dolphins are making a push right now. And, you know, our, like I said, our biases don't come into play with this, specifically your bias because you're the one that puts. Yeah. You know, the other thing is, as you heard, it's an actual mathematical formula. Yeah. It's an actual thing that you, like, you're not putting in, like, um, well, you know, it's fit out this, but, like, I think they should be here. Yeah, like, no, I'm putting in actual team stats that. And that's that's the big thing is like you, you, you games are more than the stats, but at the same time when I'm when I'm doing this, I can't put my own personal thoughts and feeling into it because then it creates the bias. So I have to go with what the numbers say, and then at that point, that's when we can debate it. Yeah, despite the fact that it's totally indisputable. Totally indisputable, and there's it, there's teams that are ranked, and there's a system behind it, and that's Allegedly. how that that is how we just pull our tits out. Allegedly. Yeah, Allegedly. I love pulling my tits out. It's a great time. Always gets the party going. You know, the party, the party doesn't start till the tits come out. <laughs> That's a fact. Which for us, that means every every week. Every the party Tuesday. starts on Tuesday. Titty Tuesday, baby. The party Join starts us. on Tuesday. Anything else for the good of the order, my man? 
No, um, not really. Go Bills. Bills by a billion when we play the Chargers. It's a shame that I don't get to watch uh, Bills football this week, but that's okay. That means seven hours of commercial-free football. Absolutely. Got to love the red zone. Wait, I do actually have to say this because I've said this a lot, but this is more of a public forum to say it on. All right. I'm not sure as a human civilization we can go further than red zone. I think that is the peak of human innovation. Would you even go there as far as saying— There were eight football games— Boxes. The Octobox. The Octobox. The Octobox. I mean, you tell me what's better than eight football games. I can't see a lick of what's going on. And j- but but it's going on. I, I get to see every touchdown, every high. Where do we go up from here? How do we go up from here? You, you don't. I, I There's one thing I would like to pitch to NFL Red Zone. They have the, the, like the, the main commentator for Red Zone. And then when they go to live in-game stuff, they cut to that team or that broadcast right. broadcast team. I would love to see it where that dude, and, and I got this idea, uh, the MLB did it with the playoffs this year, where they did the, I don't know what they called it, the bullpen, whatever yeah. it was. But they had one dude who would commentate. All the games? All the games. Yeah. So, like, you know, so, like, you're watching and, like. For seven straight hours? So maybe you bring in a couple guys, but instead of it being jumpy broadcast I, I clips, get that, like but here's the thing too is like I feel like jumping around and getting the different broadcasters also gets people a better feel for because you know when we watch the Bills and like Dan Fouts is doing a game, he always trashes us. Yeah, and like so like I hate when Dan Fouts is on, but then I go and watch Dan Fouts on other games and I go, oh, he's just an asshole. Right. So it it doesn't that is fair. You no, know, it gives you a feel for the broadcasters around the league. My only thought on that was it would, it would help smooth some of it out a little bit, but probably. Um, but it's also that's 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 a big process, and you can literally that's it's fair. way easier to press a button and just get yeah. get the <laughs> get yeah, the audio. That's, that's very fair. So, and you know what? It it's gotten a lot smoother over the last couple of years. So that's that's yeah. good to know too. Listen, I always wanted the, the to catch a predator guy's brother to tell me about football. Right. Last couple things here um, <laughs> from me the. Couple things. Uh, we are doing a poll. We are we are raising money for the polar plunge. It is it, jury is still out on whether or not the polar plunge would be um, virtual, virtual or in person. The um, we so we are raising money for that uh, as of right now. Austin and I have our account set up. Nick will be doing that probably today. As I glare at him, and I got to get on Taylor to do it as well. So, guys, the, the reason that we do that we started doing the Polar Plunge is because, you know, we're all lifetime athletes and li- obviously avid sports fans. And the Polar Plunge, all proceeds go to the Special Olympics of New York, which helps underprivileged kids who maybe grew up and didn't have the ability to enjoy sports the way we all did growing up and still do to this day to some extent. It gives them the opportunity to chase and live that dream. So if you guys can go, if you're on the BICBP website, it is, the link is going to be in the episode notes here. Um, it's going to Those notes will be on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and everywhere else. If not, you can find us on social media, Hats, Tats, and Stats, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That link will be around. Go. I don't care if it's a dollar. Help us out. Any any little bit helps, and it's it's a great cause, a great organization, and there's going to be more cool stuff coming from them down the line next year. Um, not really apt or allowed to say exactly what, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be cool, and I get to be Big involved. news coming. Big news coming. <laughs> and the last bit is next week we have a special event going on for us and us alone. It is going to be 
the uh, Hats, Tats, and Sats podcast goes for the two-point conversation. Uh, I am going to be out of town, so my man Matt Johnson from the two-point conversation is going to be filling in for me. Him and Austin will be getting together and putting out episode 22 to talk about coming out of the Bills by looking forward to the next Bills game and a breakdown of what just happened and what's about to come. So pay attention, stay tuned for that, because next week I have a feeling the two-point conversation is going to be good, and we are Hats, Tats, and Stats. And that's about all I got.